Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of Streamergenics. Today on Discord Studio, we had the one and only Brian Rust, host of the Brian Rust Morning Show, come on and tell us what it's like to be a radio show host here in the area we live in. And he dives into a lot of the obstacles that he faced and what it takes to actually do the job that he does. And what it's like is our theme. So dive in, see what it's like, and what you think. The, uh, Streamergenic Studio today, ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only Brian Rust, host of the morning talk show, The Brian Rust Show. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely phenomenal to have you here on this video. Uh, I just started out doing this. This is my second interview to have you on here so early in this endeavor is just amazing in itself. So basically, I'm just going to ask you those questions like we mentioned before, and we're just going to dive straight in. The theme of this podcast is what it's like. What is it like to be a firefighter, a police officer? What's it like to be someone a little bit more in the politics realm of things in today's climate? Things like that. It shares an insight to uh, listeners about what it's like to do these things because not everybody knows what it's like and what goes involved right. in it, what the kind of work goes into it, what kind of hurdles and things that people face every day. So it just brings a more clearer picture to listeners uh, along the way. So. That being said, how did you decide to pursue a career in radio hosting and what drew you to this particular profession? Oh, um, you know what? I hate to admit this, but I'm going to admit it because it's being the truth. It was 100 percent ego, um, <laughs> which is which is funny because now, you know, being 33 years into this business, you know, my ego has subsided dramatically and it's nowhere near uh, what it was at one time. But literally when I was uh, in high school, um, I had. um it was kind of one of those, you know, if you if you don't learn to shut up, you're never going to get anywhere with that mouth. Um, and there was a, a <laughs> I got you. Uh, there was a, a DJ that uh, that did the the night show in our local top forty radio station, and he sucked. I mean, Maybe. it was one of those. Every time you hear him, it was like this is embarrassing. And uh, my mouth got me in trouble, uh, and, and I said I can do much better than that. And I got challenged. Well, do better than that. And um, I ended up uh, getting an in internship at that that particular company not that station but one of the other stations and then um from there the rest is history well they pretty much so said be careful with that ego you said i can do this and they said prove it and then you had to go yeah. ahead and deliver and you did right yeah well not just i can do this i can do this better right <laughs> and then so it's like i really put my foot in my mouth on that one so i had to do something otherwise i was in trouble well it started you off on this great path so i mean you could say well, you could say it got you in trouble or but you can say it definitely, it definitely your mouth opened up doorways. There you go. Right. Yeah. So uh, being a radio show host, uh, can you describe your typical day as a radio host and what are some of the tasks and responsibilities that you handle on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, um, with me, I'm more than just the host here for the company. I'm also the operations manager. So I oversee four different radio stations here within our building. Wow. Okay. Uh, in addition to doing my morning show. And when you do just a simple music radio show, it's, it's always easier uh, because especially nowadays, it, it's a lot easier than it used to be because now you got the Internet so you can find out information about, you know, whatever the artists are that you're playing on the air. Uh, you talk about that a little bit. It's a little this and that. You play some music, answer some phone calls, and bada bing, bada boom, and you're done. Uh, the realm that I'm in, being in talk radio, and it being political, right? 
and so much stuff that's going on. It, it's kind of a whole different world. You know, it's it's a world where it's nonstop prepping. You're always reading the news. You're always, um, and my phone, and it it's on silent now, but it's already gone off a few times since we started, and it'll go off a hundred more times. Um, it's it's a crazy, very stressful um, right. type of show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my average day starts off at 2.50 in the morning when the first alarm clock goes off, uh, and then and then I got a couple others to make sure that I am up. Um, so I'm up. I, I, I get ready for the day. Uh, head in. I do more show prep. Uh, kind of finalize the, the prep for the show. And we're on the air at 5. Uh, and then it's 5 to 8 for the show. And then after that, I'm not always in my office, but I'm within the building or within the realm of my duties as operations manager. And I mean, it's it's 5:30 at night right now when we're doing this on a Friday, and I've been <laughs> you're still in the I've studio. been going since 2:50. Yeah, I'm still in the studio. I'm in Studio One A right now. What's your so. secret, man? What kind of caffeine are we talking here? Um, you know what? I do um I do my fufu coffee drink in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I don't know what keeps me going the rest of the day. I really don't. It's it's crazy, and it's not like I crash when I get home at night either. Because uh, I'll get home and I'm doing more show prep, or I'm on social media, you know, getting a feel for what's going on. And it'll sometimes be ten ten thirty before I go to sleep. And you know who I've heard talk about uh, that kind of like having that kind of drive, that kind of like um, I wouldn't call it squirreliness, I guess you could say uh, about the person is Sean Hannity. I've heard him say that's what he, the kind of yeah. stuff he's had to do throughout his career and things like that. So really awesome to be able to have that kind of energy all the time. I wish I did. I need to start taking some freaking something or yeah. <laughs> athletics or some shit to keep me going. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a long work day. So you always got to stay on top of things. You always got to be there for the breaking news. You always got to be reading. You always got to be on because yeah. you might miss something. Right. So yeah, you always got to be. I wouldn't say like how the news is today. You want to make sure you get your facts right for your listeners and things yeah. like that. They just want the clicks. They just want to throw whatever out there and see what happens to it. But you want to sit there, decipher, pick a topic. All right, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow, the next day. Right. Right. And, um, you know, with me, you know, most talk shows are very structured. Uh, so, you know, any show that you listen to, whether it be Brian Kilmeade, Dan Bongino, Sean Hannity, um, they literally have a structured sheet that says uh, in this hour, this block, we're going to talk about this. OK, this block, we're going to talk about that. Um, I don't do that. And I'm very different. And, it, and it's funny because people that are in the industry that listen to me, uh, they go, how the hell do you do this? Because. My show is very fluid, so it, it it can roll like crazy. And if you ever listen to the show, you'll hear that every morning from from topic to topic to topic, and sometimes <laughs> all within the same segment. And um, you know, so you have to have so much knowledge ready to go and in your brain uh, in order to do it. So it's it it can be stressful sometimes. Okay, that goes along to the uh, on the next questions like how do you select the topic for the guests on your show? What, what factors do you consider? Uh, deciding what content to feature, things like that. I mean, that's that's predicated on what's going on the previous day or the day that you're in probably with the news, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. It, it, I think it takes a, a lot of things. I mean, obviously, the uh, the biggest discussion that's going on in the uh, in the news world is obviously something that you're going to talk about. I mean, you know, Ron DeSantis announces he's yeah. going to run for president, so obviously mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge topic. Um, whatever just happens to be hitting the big thing on the news, and you know, I, I talk about this all the time with my uh, social media addiction, and I kid you not, it is it is so horrible. <laughs> um, but I'm on it so much that I. I 
really get a very strong feel. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I don't exaggerate at all when I say that there are times that I can spend upwards of 40 hours a week on TikTok alone. It's not hard to um, do. No, it's really not. Um, but, you know, I've, I've broken the algorithm. So I go down rabbit holes that sometimes, you know, most people won't get. So I see a lot of what people are talking about. Um, and that kind of sparks it sometimes. And then, you know, I, I, sometimes if it's a caller that calls in and says something, you know, it, it sometimes it'll, the, the show will go in a whole different direction depending on that. So it's uh, there's no real plan to the show other than let's make it to eight o'clock and I can breathe. Awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know what it's like. I mean, I'm a streamer. I'm doing this, doing that. I you look behind me. Okay. You think I got a wife and kids sitting around here somewhere? Definitely not. So <laughs> I, can, I can understand what you're talking about when it comes to going down the rabbit hole. How do you engage and connect with your audience? Are, they, uh, are there any strategies to next, uh, techniques you uh, employ to create that personal connection? Is there any? I know you do some community outreach things sometimes here and there, uh, show, events yeah. and things like that. Can you, can you touch on that for a moment? Um, yeah, I mean, to, to really kind of build that relationship with the audience and, and get a feel for them, um, it, uh, it's, it's a multi-step thing, you know, obviously, um, you know, the connection with them on the air, um, during the show, uh, which there's a show behind the show right. to actually watch it behind the scenes. And we're getting ready to, to, to start to video stream the show. Oh, and yay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how crazy that's going to be. It's going to be one more. Hey, look at you look great. Um, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, but there's some things people probably don't want to see. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's there's the element of our text messaging service now that you, you can text into the show, um, plus my social media. So I'm constantly talking with people there. And um, I'm one of the things that I think some people get surprised about is just how approachable I am. So when I'm out in public, you know, I do get approached by people a lot. Um, and, you know, I'm not one of those egotistical talk show guys where I'm, I'm bigger and better than you are. Um, so I am like that. So I, I like to, to talk with people and, and get to meet people. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. And, and I guess part of it is my personality, too, that, that people, um, they, they kind of get drawn into. And I, and I told you that before also. I said, well, thank you so much in the past for being very approachable. I mean, you talk to any like mainstream radio host today, it's like getting a hold of Congress. It's just not going to happen. You know, it's yeah. just the way it yeah, is. It's bad. So it's a as good a matter of fact, Congress even gets in touch with me, um, <laughs> you know, which, which, which I don't kid when I say that, like uh, there's, I mean, Congressman Dunn, I don't ever have to call him. He calls me, uh, you know, to be on, um, you know, today, as a matter of fact, I got called by Rick Scott to show up to a, an event in Mexico beach, which threw a big monkey wrench in my day, but oh, I did crap. it anyhow. So, you know, I get all these people calling me, which which is I mean, it's it's a very humbling thing. And I think most people would get like this huge super ego. Uh, but if you saw my contact list and who actually texts me and calls me, you'd be like, damn, <laughs> I gotcha. That's really great, man. In the age of digital media and podcasts like we're doing now, how do you see the role of traditional radio evolving? How do you stay relevant and adapt to changing audience preferences and things like that? Just stay relevant. Well, you know, what's really cool is um a lot of people will go, oh, you know, radio is dying. It's dead. Radio actually right now is more popular than it has been in good couple of decades, which some people go, how is that possible? Because you've got all the social medias, you got all the podcastings, you got all this stuff, but it really is, especially talk radio right now. It's, it's really big, but, um, 
the digital world that we're in now, it works hand in hand. And, um, you know, it's one of the things that, you know, I involved, I've involved the show a lot in social media, mm -hmm. but I haven't really done too much in uh, the video realm. The, the show is obviously podcasted every day, um, which I don't know if you saw the stats that I posted. I did. The other I did. I was like, that is Bam. awesome right there. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, 25 different countries. It's listened to in every That's single crazy. state in the country. Yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, the stream alone uh, some days has upwards of you know 5,000 to 100,000 people. I mean, it's 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 mad. I'm just gonna, really I'm just is. gonna I'm just gonna leave you. Take care. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really, no, you can finish this up here, yeah. Mr. Superstar. Exactly. Um, Jeez. But, uh, you know, the, you'll see this with a lot of, of talk show hosts. And unfortunately for me, I do the show, and this is the secret behind the show. I do it by myself. I have no producer uh, in-house at all. Uh, so there's nobody in here helping me with anything. No one to screen um, calls or nothing, right? No one to screen calls. Wow. No one to, you know, do anything. The, the entire show is all done by me, which when people hear that and they s listen and see what it, it's amazing to, to watch. But... Um, a lot of talk show hosts are doing the digital thing now where they're adding, um, you know, clips that they do and they'll put it on their social medias. And, uh, you know, it, it, I think it helps, you know, and it adds more to it. And you're going to start seeing that more with me. I'm not sure how because my schedule's so busy, but we're going to work it in somehow. I'm sure you'll, you'll handle it just fine. You'll be pioneer, man. It's like you've been the yeah, whole we'll, time. We'll see. Great. Are there any particular challenges or obstacles you have faced in your journey as a radio show host? And how have you overcome them all? Oh, my God. How much time do we have? Whatever um, you want. <laughs> you can go from most okay, severe to whatever. Some, we're going to order some pizza now <laughs> and uh, get ready for this. Now, I've had I've obviously had a lot of um, uphill battles. Um, the industry is not an easy industry. It never has been. Um, and now it's it's an industry that has fewer and fewer people in it um and the positions are fewer and fewer so it, it becomes very difficult to really break into the industry now but um god i mean the, the the hurdles that i've had i mean i've had you know jobs that i've been fired from um wow. you know i've had you know competition that you know was just super tough um the the industry is full of a lot of people with very big egos um so that's always been kind of the hurdle because everybody wants your job um Jeez. and you know you, you got that weekend guy that wants your full-time position and you know they'll kiss the right asses and stuff which is something that i just never did i never kissed ass um so those are some of the hurdles and i think you know, for the, the professional hurdles, it's really just kind of one of those fight through it and just do the best that you can and go. Um, you know, in this industry, I've been in it for 33 years and, and things have fallen apart and you just have to pick the pieces up and, and roll on. You know, that's, that's been kind of the professional things. And then, you know, on the, on the personal level, sometimes it, it, it really does take a toll on you if you are somebody who is talented enough and, you know, in demand and that you have the desire and the passion. Um, and, and it takes a lot out of you. Like doing this show on a daily basis, you know, eight o'clock comes and I literally, I have to stop and like breathe for a second because it's so stressful. So, that, you that know, was, a lot of this. That was going to be another question. Was like, how do you decompress from something like this every day when you're going like 12 plus hours a day doing this? Like, how do you decompress? What do you, what does Brian Russ do to relax other than golf? We know that. Yeah, <laughs> not what? enough of that. <laughs> not enough of that? Sure. What, yeah. does he, what does he do? Is it Xbox? Is it like a drink and the cat? Or how do we do it? 
You know what? Um, it's really sad. I'm going to say this because after 12 hours here in the building, uh, I usually go home and sit down and pop open my laptop and continue. Just keep um, working. Yeah, whether it be, you know, something that I've got to do for one of the other three stations that I oversee um, or, you know, doing prep for the, the next day. Or, you know, sometimes I'll get uh, guests that'll be on the show that um, they've got a book out. So I've got to read the book, oh, yeah. you know, and Jennifer he, Kearns. So yeah, I love Jennifer. She's mm-hmm. she's awesome. Actually, I just did her podcast the other day as well. Um, and like Judge Janine, I had her on the show this morning. Oh, she did. So, you did have it. I missed it. I, I did. But you know what? Unfortunately, um, and this is one of the other problems that happens sometimes. We had a technical glitch at the very beginning of the interview. So on the air, it was kind of glitched. But you listen to the podcast. Um, the whole thing is there, which is which I will is listen nice. to it today. I took today yeah. off to do a lot of different things, and I didn't have my morning coffee and drive with Brian Rust out to Tyndall Air Force Base. A day off? What is that? I, I paid for I it. Trust me. I paid. I paid heavily yeah. for it. Trust me. I did. Yeah, but, she was uh, in studio the night before with Handy, right? Is that is that what uh, she was doing? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday night. She was actually supposed to be on the show right. on Tuesday morning, uh, but something happened at Fox News that she had to be there that morning, so that they canceled all of her interviews that morning, and then she was on Hannity that night. So I'm not sure what happened. I got some theories, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, at least you we'll guys will have that opportunity. I'm yeah. sure it went well and. Yeah, it, it went well. She she was a lot of fun. But, you know, my decompression, um, you know, I do go play golf, but not enough. Um, and you really do have to find a way to decompress on a daily basis. And usually it's my commute home. Um, my commute home, I, I turn on my, you know, satellite radio that I'll listen to, uh, which is something completely different from talk radio. <laughs> right. uh, and I, I get away from the news entirely for, you know, at least a half hour, 45 minutes. And that's that's usually the, the most decompressing that I can do in the day wow that's 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 really something at least you know sally radio is a thing it's like no commercial free all that good stuff it's just music right yeah or or i'll pop on like um you know my youtube music or something i just just to to break it up and be something different because there's only so much you can take of dealing with news and politics before it's over with my my father is he was in broadcasting for uh for college and things like that and he had one of the first ever like for him and his realm uh radio internet radio show uh with his friends mm-hmm. they called the fallout shelter and all that stuff like that so i used to listen to that and all that stuff and it, it, it kind of gave me a little bit of an insight to it he was more or less it was more or less satire in, in right. a way so it, it wasn't that bad but it was, it was it was pretty cool to see that so i got interested in it as a younger fella at the time and I found streaming to be, I guess you can call it easier or whatever. I chose a different life and I thought maybe streaming right. would be a little way to be a little bit of a video, video DJ and things like that. So, well, streaming is kind of cool because it gives you so many, um, so many different options for, yes. um, for things. And, and it also, it, it adds a, a whole new challenge. I mean, when you're just simply doing radio, uh, where, you know, it's, uh, it's not looking at me, you're just listening. There's so much more you can do, but when you're doing video, yeah. <laughs> you got to remember, you, you can't be, uh, you know, going down and, and grabbing your crotch or whatever. <laughs> You know, in and you know, I have a problem with facial expressions, and my facial expressions have a tendency to give it away. Um, so uh, <laughs> that's sometimes my problem when I'm sitting there talking with somebody that I totally disagree with, or I oh. think they're a fucking idiot or something. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like I may be like, "No, you're fine. You're a good person," but my face is saying, "No, you're 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 a fucking idiot." But if you knew what uh, you were doing, you could do like a scene of like just your still shot or just like a video of just yeah. you're continuously just doing this. 
looped. Yeah. That way, you know? it'll, it'll be a total loop because, that's, <laughs> that, like I said, my facial expressions sometimes just give it away. That's 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 fucking hilarious. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who aspires to become a radio show host? Any tips for breaking into the industry? I know you touched on that briefly, don't. saying that it's difficult. <laughs> so don't do it. Run away. Don't do it. Don't do it. So run, run away. away as far as you can. Um, you know, uh, like I said earlier, you know, the, the industry has changed so much where there's there's far fewer positions than, than ever before. You know, radio now is is highly automated. You know, our studios here are fully digital. And um, we have four radio stations and we have uh, two people in house. Wow. And, and that's it. Um, you know, everybody else is outside of the house. So, uh, you know, it's it's an industry that is harder and harder to break into. But, you know, just like it was 33 years ago when I started, internships are usually the best way to get your foot in the door. Uh, but it's one of those things where you really have to sacrifice a lot. You've, you've got to work hard. you got to prove that you're you're worthy to do it. You know, you may find yourself, um, you know, doing a weekend show on one of the stations that it's music that you don't even like or even know. Yeah. Um, but it's your foot in the door and, uh, you know, you can grow from there. So really the, the best advice probably aside from don't is, um, you know, to <laughs> to maybe get an internship at a local radio station, but it's hard too, because, um, out of the, uh, let's see, we've got the four, four or five groups of radio stations here in Panama city. And, um, I think ours has the most in-house people of all of them. Wow. You know, the, the rest of them are all, you know, automated. They're, they're piped in from outside. Uh, so there's really no staff, you know, so it's harder and harder to get those positions now. But, you know, if you get in on an internship and, you know, like, you know, I have, again, I've got four stations. I've got the talk station. I've got 97X. I've got Island 106 and I've got Wild Willie 100. Uh, three of those stations, obviously music. Um, you're not going to jump into this business doing talk radio because that is probably the hardest element. And and people think, oh, I can talk. And it's like, really? You know, I do a three hour show and out of that, it's two hours and six minutes um, on average that I had to fill of content. Right. And I will tell people sometimes, I want you to talk for 60 seconds. You ready? Go. And they'll run out of stuff to say in 30 seconds. So people don't realize how difficult it is. But, um, you know, doing something where you can get at your foot in the door and you might have to kiss them a little butt a little bit and be like, hey, can I do a Saturday shift on, uh, you know, on Island 106 or a 97X? Um, and that's usually the way that you can get in there and get started and then just kind of grow from there. And by the way, how do you like your coffee, right? That's yeah, I, I like my coffee, uh, the foo-foo, and, you know, there's a Keurig machine in my office, and um, I would prefer that it's nice and warm. <laughs> At all times. Are there, my laundry needs to be picked up, too, by the way. Are there any specific goals or aspirations you have for a radio show or your, in your career as a host in the future? Is there anything you want to see happen with the Brian Rush Show? Obviously, you want to see the things that you posted the other day. You want to see that continue uh, and things like that. Yeah. But what, on a larger, grander scale, what... Where do you see Brian Russ in five years? Um, ultimately, I would love to see the show syndicated nationally. 
that is that is the ultimate goal. Um, I don't have much desire at this point to uh, to do what I did through most of my career, where it's you establish yourself, you do really well, and then you go to the next bigger market. You know, I've done that. I've I've climbed that ladder. I've worked in some pretty big markets, worked some big radio stations. So my ultimate goal, I think, at this point is to hopefully one day syndicate the show. And and we've had the conversations. Um, so who knows? We'll see. That that's really kind of the next goal. Can you tell uh, the listeners what syndication means? Yeah, syndication basically means um, that, that you're you're aired on multiple radio stations. Things like you know Sean Hannity and um, Dan Bongino and stuff. They're they're on hundreds of radio stations. So that's that's basically what that is. Gotcha. All right, fantastic. Um, I've I've pretty much asked a lot of these questions are pretty much you've answered already as you uh, went along. So it's it's pretty awesome to have you here to have this conversation. Usually at this point, uh, what I do is. I give the guests the floor. If there's anything you want to add to it, uh, things like that, you can go ahead and do a little spiel. Do your you spiel. Do your little selling. Little, little spiel. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Okay, well, um, you know, I really don't have too much to, to spiel about, but you know, if you if you are interested in um, in checking out the show, you can do it the the BrianRussShow.com, and it's spelled correctly with an I. Um, and the other thing that gets confusing too, a lot of people think my last name is Rush, like R U S S. I was a victim not, of that in the very beginning. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Uh, actually, the voice guy that does stuff for the station, he has a hard time saying Rust with a T. Oh, does um, <laughs> So it's yeah, I don't know, whatever. But it's uh, Brian Rust. <laughs> show.com um you know you can go there and follow the show i got links to you know the the, uh the social medias and um and and stuff so you can check that out and 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 join be part of the show awesome uh i i guys i listen to brian rust every morning on the way to work and we get to hear earl and billy and everybody call in (laughs) and talk they're crazy and things like did you ever get the earl cookbook made up uh, you know what? I never did. I and I came across the recipes the other day. I really got to <laughs> I got to get on this. See, that's that's another reason why I need an intern or two or something to to do that type of stuff for I, me. I feel like he's kind of. He, I don't know if he hasn't called in as much as he used to do or whatever, but he's kind of like. I don't know if he's got interested in doing more things at home up there in Wyoming or wherever it yeah. is. He still does call in, but, um, you know, he'll be on a little bit less. Um, and, and he's actually one of my favorites oh, uh, I know. <laughs> that actually call in. And it's funny because he's like a 50-50. Either people love him or they hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I get people that will message me be like, oh, my God, I can't stand him. I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Listen to what he has to say. The man, uh, you know, and if you don't know who Earl is, he is about as as country bumpkin redneck as yes. you can just about get without being Boomhauser. And um, he he's like 80 something years old i believe is he that old and i think so he's like 70s or 80s so right up in that area and um he comes up with stuff that is spot on and it's history and it's accurate uh just he's, he sounds a little crazy but if you listen and pay attention to what he says um it's kind of scary i know, think people he, hear him and they and they see a very eccentric like curator old man with a large beard just like you know you see in movies just Walking around that dark eye on the library with a, <laughs> a flashlight or a lantern, just like waiting to talk to somebody. Yeah, I've I've never met him. He used to live here. Now he lives in Wyoming, I believe is where it is. But from what I understand, he is he's kind of what you think. He's like six foot something, um, kind of a big farm bred kind of boy, uh, and he will wear overalls. So it's like <laughs> the overalls t shirt. I mean, that's kind of that's pretty much what Earl looks like, from what I've been told. Awesome. 
Well, I really appreciate you uh, giving me this opportunity. It's been really great. I know we didn't talk for too long, but I think with the amount, the, the half hour we did talk, we covered a lot of ground and it's my second interview ever. You can, you can tell everybody on video how I did. If I did horrible, if I did horrible, we can cut this out. Oh, cut is this the floor. point where we start to critique you? Absolutely. You Go ahead. This is the ah, cutting, cutting room notes, floor man. section. Go ahead. Ah, no, actually it was all good. Awesome. Well, to have you say that, that really gives me a little bit of boost of confidence, but not a huge head, obviously. Um, well, I'm still sitting here, so that, that's your cue. I could have done right out. Yeah, bye. it's really true. You could be like, yeah. I got better things to do. I got a million other things to do. I checked this phone. Right. I've been here long enough. Come on. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Brian Rust, uh, host of the Brian Rust Morning Show. You can find him on News Talk 101 here in Bay County. Uh, he plugged his other. Uh, you want to do it one more time? Sure. The Brian Rust Show dot com. BrianRustShow.com. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Brian, I want to thank you for, for being here and taking the time out of your very, very busy day. And I hope we can do it again soon. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Here you go, guys. There was the interview with Brian Rust, host of the Brian Rust Morning Talk Radio Show on News Talk 101. Fabulous guest. Awesome. Great flow. Guy knows what he's doing. Helped me out big time, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Tune back in for more on the 31st when we have Stark89 in studio for his interview and the trials and tribs he's faced being a streamer and a law enforcement officer in today's world. See you then.